Hey everyone, I know you've heard me speak about microdosing and how much I love it. And I'm talking about microdosing THC. I love it. And that's why I love our sponsor, microdose.com. Microdose gummies are incredible. They deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. And when I mean just the right amount of good, I mean in so many situations, anxiety, sleep, focus, pain, relaxation. There are so many different strains and they're really helpful. And I have recommended microdose.com to so many people. And you know what they say to me? Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't be afraid of microdosing. Go to microdose.com and you'll learn all about microdosing THC. These gummies feel amazing. They taste amazing. I have used them to get me into the zone I need to write. I've used them at night after a stressful day or a stressful show to relax. I have also said to family members, please take a gummy right now. And they've said, oh, good idea. So check it out. Check it out because they're fantastic. And I'm not like a big weed person. I mean, I used to be. And I do enjoy, I do enjoy weed every now and then, but I love, I love these gummies and I take them with me everywhere. So check it out. Don't be afraid. They're all natural. They're fantastic. And you deserve it. So what are you going to do? You're going to do something that is fantastic. You're going to get 30% off your first order. 30% off. That's a lot. Plus free shipping today at microdose.com. Use promo code Judy Gold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D. It's available nationwide. They deliver it to your door. That is microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold for 30% off and free shipping. Do it. Go to microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold. You deserve it. You deserve it. And you know what else? You're welcome. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Miss Judy Gold. Addiction, addiction, oh, addiction, addiction, addiction. Oh, ba-da-da-ba, ba-da-da-ba. All right, I'm on my third cup of coffee, and it's 1230. Um, welcome to Kill Me Now. Kill Me Now! Good theme song. Yeah, it's good. You know why, Leonard? <laughs> because uh, I wanted for the theme song. Yeah. By the way, this is part two of Lenny Marcus. Lenny Marcus. We're here with uh, Judy Gold, who is the host, creator, pretty much does everything. Star. Uh, star. Uh Hennessy, who is here. And then we have Leonard Marcus, <laughs> Lenny Marcus, yeah. comedian extraordinary. Hello. Part two, part because, two. We, because we, we, we weren't done. We, we weren't, weren't done. And sometimes that happens with people. 
we enjoy, we're not done. So listen, I am on my third cup of coffee, mm-hmm. as I mentioned. Mm-hmm. What kind of coffee? What kind? You always have the best coffee. Well, it's the Zabar's Dark Espresso Blend. Oh. Yeah, baby. Now, my cup is a mug. So, and I'm not taking my, my Ritalin today, so I'll just so drink. This will be a fun show. We yeah. What happens? <laughs> Nothing. You know what? My, my psychopharmacologist thinks my brain works better with it. Right. Um, Does it? I think when I'm teaching like a four-hour class or something like that, it's helpful. I love the revving up. I love the feeling of, because I'll crash. Um, I don't get that well, rev. Doesn't that I rev like you're going to do, when you perform or you're going to teach a class or whatever it is, don't you get revved up? Right. So it's, right. So if I take it in the morning, right. uh, it's, Helps yeah. you wake up? Does it help you wake up? Yeah, I think so. I'm on a very low dosage because I lowered my dosage because I didn't like the boom, 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 boom of my heart. So, but I don't take it all the time. But, you know, I'm doing Shakespeare in the Park. I don't know if I mentioned I'm doing Shakespeare in the Park. I believe you have. Yes. 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 And it's so, good reviews. Is it getting reviewed? Yeah. Well, no, not reviewed, but people are writing about it because they've been Where? the previews and stuff. Just on Facebook. On oh, I got to go check that out. Yeah. I got to check it out, bitches. Um... And so, you know, we've been rehearsing in this heat all day, 12 to 5. Oh, Brutal. God, that's insane. And it's, it's just, I mean, Train. I can't even tell. And, you know, some of the cast, one of the cast members is 65 years old. There's another one in their, her 60s. And we're in this, the heat. Not, I don't think 60 is old, by the way, or 65 is old. But, you know, I'm 53, and I was, like, almost passing out. Yeah. When is opening night? Opening night yeah. is June thirteenth, but we close on the twenty sixth. So it's like you, we open and we're open for two weeks because it's the park. Because then the next show comes in. That was me having a little sip <laughs> of my coffee. So um, it's been, uh, you know, I have no time. Huh. Like I literally am so tired. My body aches, and yeah. I'm not even Janet McTeer, who's Petruchio and Cush Jumbo, who is Catherine, and uh, Donna Lynn Champlin, who is Hortensia. I mean, they are in fights. They have, they have, now, this is my favorite because they have, you know, when you do a sh- play, they're like, you have to be there half hour. So that would be 7 30 if the show starts at 8. So they have these other calls. They have a uh, wig call. That's yeah. when the first people start getting their wigs on. And they have fight call, huh. which is when all the people who are doing fight scenes go out and practice to make sure everything, you know. And I said, oh, I have a fight call every day with my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> then I was like, oh, we should have fight call. That's what we should have. Every relationship should have a fight call at 715. You can fight. For 10 minutes. That's great. It's and like then the purge. That, yeah, and then that's it. Then you're done. Come on. That's a good idea. That's a great idea. I'm into it. Yeah. Do you fight with your... We... Not really. Like, nothing. We, I, I'm the one who nitpicks probably mostly at her. Like, what do you say? Clean up this shit. Does Is she, she just slob? She's not... She's very... She likes clutter. It'll grow. and It'll grow if I don't reel it oh, in. Oh, so she has ADD. No, I think it's just she just doesn't... I don't know. She claims she doesn't see it. It doesn't bother her as much. Like, this doesn't bother her. I'd have to... I'm the one who's got to organize everything. I'm in. the same right. in my yeah. relationship also. Yeah. What? 
I I pick up and put every make sure everything's put away and has a place and and you can't find my home movies. Oh no, I have your home movies. It's the a holiday year. weekend. There's so much media that Judy is getting digitized. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I tried to do it myself. That's a lot of work. So it's a pain I, in the ass. I bought like these devices to help yep. me do Wait, it. Wait, you bought like, them? Uh, I bought a couple of them. Yeah, uh-huh. I did. And I uh, did. You you bought a couple too. <laughs> and so I'm trying to digitize these, and um, it takes so fucking long. But I'm I like, have, guys, you know. Oh my god! And then we ended up. Oh, moving and her sister wants them back. And I'm like, okay, so I'm going to take them to someone pro- professional that has like the, yeah, you know, the digitizing equipment where they can just like put it in and load it and it's done. Is it expensive? It's, it's, it's expensive. It's that's like why I was trying to, tape. that's why I was trying to uh, do it myself. There's people that can give it bulk and you could, right. Yeah, you give it, it to them in bulk. Yeah. So I'm waiting for a quote now, but it's, yep. since it's a holiday weekend, they're taking forever. I'm sorry, boss lady. Yeah. Right. Listen, um, where did we leave off with Leonard? First of all, wait, can I just... I'm going to do the new things that have happened to me this week. Okay. So all the girls in um, in Shakespeare... I mean, I'm working with, like, major actors, right? Right. They all juice. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, it's all, like, juice. I'm going to juice. And I'm like... Oh, and I just read an article. Uh, not juice. <laughs> okay, juice. Um... And I just read an article about how it doesn't matter if you juice. You know, right. it's like ridiculous. I've heard of that too. So, you know, we got this sponsor, Organifi, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know what? I'm going to try juicing, juicing, right? How's that working for So I did. First, I was very Jewish about it, and I just took the Organifi powder and put it in cold water and just forced myself to drink it <laughs> and it wasn't that and i was like oh it's not that bad but that was just like i gotta get it over it was like a colonoscopy drink you yeah, know like yeah. that i would to myself but it wasn't even that ba- it wasn't bad and everyone's like are you why do you have algae on your face and then <laughs> she's just doing be- lines of because this because I, I didn't stir it and i was just like oh so God. then i was like wow it really I don't know. It's probably psychological. Wait, you don't put that in juice or something? No. So it's powder. I have some. No, it gives you a boost. Yeah, definitely gives you a boost. So then I decided, all right, I'm going to try different things. So one night I did the Organifi powder with uh, avocado. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was going to put milk in. But Ben and his friend Matt LaFrance uh, decided that they were going to drink all the milk the night before. So I just made a smoothie with avocado in that. And it was really good. And then last night... I did banana, milk, ice, Organifi, and I put a little Ovaltine chocolate powder oh, in there. Nice, balls. <laughs> and it's banana. like I'm so I'm, and that's my dinner because I was usually eating something, and then by the time I got on stage, I was like, you know, because you're running around and it's so hot. I got to tell you, this Organifi stuff is great. All right, nice, yeah. This isn't even an ad. People. I know this, this isn't is like an ad. Real, they didn't. They real didn't. Stuff. What's real in it? Real deal. Oh, it's it's like this kelp, green algae. It's got all this coconut stuff, powder, and spirulina, chlorophyll, all this stuff that you know we get from plants that makes us feel alive. All right, that's good. And I'm feeling alive. Um, so you can get rid of all the other pills. Belt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, not really. So um, we we're working on it. So yeah, that, that was good. good. And I I also have to say that uh, you know the true lo- what is it called. Third love, third love bra. Yes, yeah. Is, I bought another one for Hamda because she loved it so much. You got to get a Jennifer. Bra. This Nina. is a bra. Wait, just listen. All right. 
you don't know what it's like, okay, to mm-hmm. have to have these boobs in the summertime. Yeah, bro, you think you'd play with them all the time? Yeah. It sucks, though, after a while. All right. Anyway, <laughs> I got this um, third love bra, and I was like, oh, because I, I get really fancy bras at the town shop. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm a Jew. And uh, <laughs> Legit, I just come home and be like, oh, I just talked to my lingerie guy. Blah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. Blah. and I got, uh, you know, I get these because I want whatever right. and they last forever. So anyway, th- this third love, they send me a bra. Uh, it's like I can't I, I I I made the Shakespeare in the Park people order me a third love bra. Oh my god. Yeah. Where do you so get com- them? Online? Yeah. And I do we have a discount code? Yeah, we do. Hey boss, how's it going? So you know how every time I go home, I immediately take off my bra. Um, yeah. And my shoes. Mm-hmm. And my pants. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> it's it's kind of a, a little ritual. Like the first thing I want to take off is my bra. Yeah. Uh, so, You're amazing at it too. Like one hand. Thank you. Hand. Yeah, I'm really good. Cause you know I'm a lesbian. So I've taken other people off as well. <laughs> anyway, I learn from is, you every day. Thank you. And I have some like really fancy bras, you know, but I have to tell you, I got this third love bra. Okay. Can I just tell you something? It's like a t-shirt. I don't even need to take it off. I take, now I take off my shoes, my socks and my pants and I leave my bra on. It's like, I'm not even wearing anything. It's great because, you know, in the spring when you go through all your drawers and you're like, oh, I've been wearing this bra for four years and it smells and it has like sweat stains on it. And then their wires all popping out. Yeah. This thing is so fucking comfortable. I can't even tell you. It's called Third Love. For 30 days, you can start a free trial right now. You go to thirdlove.com slash kill me. <laughs> and... Thirdlove.com slash kill me. And I'm telling you, it is the most comfortable bra I've ever owned. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Miss Judy Gold. I will tell awesome. Gina. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't have those lines. Gina. Those... Gina. Why did I say Jennifer? I don't know. So I was trying to correct you. Jennifer. No, Wait, who? Gina. Didn't we? S- what the fuck is wrong? With- I gotta take my Ritalin. Uh, no, man, you're. You don't have to take a pill. Gina. You forgot a name. I know. I'm so, kidding. Okay, so this is so, where we left off with Lynn. Yeah. So yes, we left Gina. off with you. Stop taking pills, people. <laughs> I. You know what? I had a clinical depression, mm-hmm. and I, without medication, don't know. And so now. I'm in this panic mode. If I don't take it, I'm going to have another clinical depression. But honestly, I I recall the times when I didn't have to go, oh, my God, I have to take my pills. And my life was much better. What, I mean, I think. What started it? What started the pill the taking? Whole thing, yeah. It had to be um, an incident. There's always an incident. So you have to get through the incident. You don't need any more pills. I think I know. Now, I'm not going to be a clinical psychologist. No, I started way. before I was pregnant. Um, I started taking uh, something for anxiety. I have terrible. I've always had bad anxiety. Me too. Um, I think you're going to be on vocal probation. 
<laughs> oh, no, not again. Yep, VP, vocal probation. Oh, Where's geez. all this anxiety coming from? Uh, it's been, you know, if you look at videos She's of me. bouncing it, in her chair as we yeah, speak. Yeah, if you look at videos of me in the crib, I'm just banging my head. I banged my head on, on the pillow till I was 13 in order to go to sleep. Wow. Um, I just think I came out like that. Huh. But I've used, I've definitely had coping mechanisms. Like I was a runner. Um, like 10 mile. What do you? Let, well, I did, I did this one time on, on uh, Keith and the girl. I said, just go for a run. And oh my God, I got hate mail for weeks about like, you just can't go for a run. Right, you yeah, can. Your depression. I'm like, I know I was joking. Yeah. Well, like you're listening. I mean, over. Keith and the girl, all of their listeners are like, you know, depressed nerds. <laughs> Everybody's Is that depressed. true? Oh no! I, you know no, that's look, not true. I that used to be true ten years ago. Mine came about. Mine, you know, I was anxious before the, it was all this med stuff. I yes. didn't start taking any. I started taking an anti-anxiety in like the nineties. Yeah, just a teeny. What the hell was it called? It's very basic uh, or whatever. And uh, then I got pregnant, and I didn't want to take pills because I'm like I'm not going to be funny. And then I got pregnant, and when I was pregnant, I was euphoric. I mean, right. I think that my pregnancy and my breastfeeding time were the only times I ever felt like what a normal person feels wow. like. Wow. What is that? I think it's hormonal, but I was like, it was like an epiphany of, right. oh my God, so this is what it feels like to just get up <laughs> and go have your life yeah. and not Never. feel guilty, anxious. Huh you know ocd you know and i was like this is un this is amazing and then you know the minute i stopped breastfeeding went back to wah, wah. but um i've done i you look leonard i meditate yep uh i work out yep um i play piano clarinet yep. i i i really do everything i was in such a bl bad blad clinical depression that they wanted to hospitalize me but thank god elisa um is a therapist and kept me out of the hospital but i worked my ass off like uh cognitive behavioral therapy i mean you you just need tools and you have to realize it's not my physical um you know if you look at my um you know my levels of everything during that depression mm -hmm. it's un it is so vastly different from my levels of everything when I'm not depressed. Right. So it is literally a physical. The question I have is, does something just set it off? Is there one thing that sets it off or is it just overwhelming? Um, I think just my. One day you wake up and go, uh oh. No, I woke up. I had just finished doing the Judy show in Washington, D.C. Uh huh. And it, that show was about the story of my life. Right. And, you know, so I think that was a trigger. I had just put my mother in a nursing home. Uh, and I found out I was like eighty plus thousand dollars in debt because mm. the person who was oh my god oh my god this story gives me so much anxiety. Um, my the person who someone who was working for me was paying my taxes on a credit card, uh -huh. and so I mean, and I was like, oh my god, I've worked. You know, I yeah. work like all the time, all the time, uh, and I've saved, 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 and I have nothing. And my mother's, you know. My mother was like, I put her in by myself. So, I, you know, my 
siblings were away while well, my sister was whatever it's overwhelming and, and and it was just like when am i going home and i knew she was never going home and it was just like that question how long am i going to be here i was like oh my god i can't so i think that i had gotten divorced from uh sharon in 2004 i think i never really processed how that was going to affect my life and my financial life right I just think it was just a perfect storm of definitely yeah. doing that show, going through my whole my dreams and hope. I just and I woke up the the morning after it was like January second or first in this hotel in Washington, and I looked to Elisa. I said something's wrong, and I can't talk. I mean, I it was literally, it was awful. Can the question is can now that you've been through it on the other side, can you work through that without medication? Um, I don't know. Right. Uh, so I know that a lot of the work I did was not, was, you know, not, not medication. And, and I'm very aware. First of all, mental illness is such a tangible thing. Right. You know, my mother would say every day when I was going through this, are you better? Are you better? Are you better? Every day. Are you better? I'm like, no, it's not like, you know. But right. I knew she wanted to. She just She's wanted helping. me to be better. Right. right. Um, That's what I do, unfortunately. Yeah. And I don't say it every day. Are you right. better? Are you better? But, it, you know, this feeling of complete and utter hopelessness, mm-hmm. this feeling of if I die tomorrow, thank God, because right. I won't have to wake up and feel like this. You know, it's it's a real thing. And people really don't understand it they don't they think Not oh if you well, don't have it if you don't have like me i don't have that never... I, I i don't experience that so it's like it just doesn't compute all. right right like, and totally. me i've always thought of myself as someone who's found coping mechanisms i mean right. like we're comics That's great yeah Stan- and 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 humor is yeah. how i've coped right um and you know, I had diurnal depression, which is I, I've gone over this before on this show. And there is one listener who's like, you know what, Judy, we've already heard all your stories. <laughs> I call Judy dad. And you can do that, too. Dad, we've already heard all your stories. Anyway, so, just but, so at Dad's night, gonna when, repeat stories. when the sun it. went down, I would feel relieved. Huh. And during the day, I was completely paralyzed. Definitely. And so... I didn't even know that's a thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, William Stryan had uh, nocturnal depression. So when the sun went down, he got really depressed. Yes. Wow. So I'd feel, and I realized at that time, I've always felt like that. Mm-hmm. I've always felt that at the end of the day, when the day is over and there, I can't do that. I'm like, okay, I got, I got through it. I got through it. I got through it. Um, so it's just it's like it's it's your brain. Do you tell your solo writing students before the class? Do you tell them that they're going to go through a clinical depression probably if they're doing a solo show? Do you, do you talk about uh, that? Uh, Hennessy, uh, I don't say. I say you're going to have to deal with stuff that you don't want to deal with. That's true. Yeah. To yeah. get to the point of your story, right. if you're doing an autobiographical thing, and then uh, you know they're always like, I don't want to write about that. I don't want to write about that. And it's like, I want I want you to write about the thing you don't want to write about, right? Because that's the story. Yeah, yeah. That's you know, and stuff. they get, and you know, the ones that trust me are like brilliant. They're just, oh my god, I'm so glad I did. And then after they do that, if there's another part 
And they're like, you know what? I really don't want to go there. I'm like, okay, fine. Because you already went to this place to right. get to the... Uh, but they will. You know, it's just a matter of... That's, that's what triggered my depression. I was in Judy's class and I was writing... See, that's why... Oh, that's a really good commercial for my class. Uh, and I... <laughs> now I have a brilliant show that I'm ready to start submitting to festivals all around the world. So. And I plan to be in a bed for the yeah. next six months after it's over. I really... Yeah. Yes. Okay. I, I didn't plan for that, but... But I was. I was for okay. about six months, right? And I, it was You better awful. get a lot of these shows in the can, so. <laughs> I know. Oh, no, no, no. I already went through this last year. <laughs> Judy went through it with me. So that was great. Uh, but yeah. it was, you know, you have to deal with it. We, I'm telling you, there's so much. You're a guy. Yeah. So, what a dick. Right. You I don't know. know. You, t- I mean, you I girls t- do have a lot going yeah. on. I yeah. know, but I've talked to, yeah. men, I talked to men on, on Twitter and Facebook who were depressed and. Yeah hopeless and it's just like it's, it's not awful. about being a guy lenny's just like i know his chemistry is like lenny's set. simple you're yeah. simple i keep it simple i don't i don't know i don't get it do you no. get jealous I mean, i'm do also you get a je- tranny so i'm living a duality that might add to my daily depression back to you well not you got a lot me, of just stuff my, to you. Just, i'm a tranny I have a tranny. I have a men's <laughs> knee, and you <laughs> might wish they fit me with a men's. I knee. know that's true. That's why I'm a tranny. That's, that's why you're my uh, dad. Wait, so Leonard, you had you had some questions. For I did us. have a lot of questions for you. Right. What do you want to talk about? Uh, the meds for like how many meds are you taking? Okay, so, and is it be- like if you got off all the meds, like literally tomorrow, right? Or weaned off of it, right? You have like to wean. We got to wean. So let's say take a month more. Or, all right, yeah. But and if, if you, you got re- down to zero, right. what the fuck would happen? I don't know. I don't know. Could you now get into a like if you had a therapist or whatever, get I into a, a state where okay, then fine. Could you get? Do you think you could get to a place where you could just deal with it through therapy and comedy or you know? I, I calm that's down. what I did my whole life, oh, okay. and then you know, and then you just look. I'm I'm 53, so I have you know I'm going through M. Oh, yeah. pause. You know, there's different factors. Um, Do you think when you get to the end of M, you'll be calmer? Because- I, I would like to. No, I think I, it's my chemical makeup. Okay. So panic. So I take uh, I take Paxil for panic. Okay. Which is like when you have a, an attack or every no? Day? I take it every day. So I I remember for for years after. Well, it's I guess I was still depressed. I wake up. And I was in a complete and utter panic, terrified. I can't get out of bed. I can't, you know, awful, scared, just scared. Um, And that is the worst feeling to wake up. And for a millisecond, you're like, oh, I've woken up. And then panic. Yeah. So that's for panic. Uh, And then I take. What causes that? It's just. No, it's a chemical thing. Then I have. um, I take Wellbutrin. A little bit. What's that? It's an antidepressant. Um, every day. Every day in the morning. And that counteracts the Paxil, you know, not having an orgasm thing. Okay. Because, you know, I have to have yeah. full sexual. I need. Got it. What is it called? Happy ending. Okay. So I take those two. I take small doses of those. Okay. okay. Then I take a lot of vitamins. Uh B12, I take uh, methylfolate. They're all just, you know, right. vitamins. I take um, my Ritalin, small dosage. 
And that uh, helps you as needed. Just focus? Yes. Okay. Um, because otherwise, I'd be just in here. I'd be at my desk, like in stuff. the middle of doing something. Idea pops in head. Get up. Start doing something else. Right. Then this go. Fuck. I never finished that. Panic. Go to finish that. I mean, it's like it, you can't even. All right. Then um, I take trazodone, which is a sleep. It helps keep me asleep. Okay. But it's also an old, very old antidepressant. Um, is that it? I don't know. The Zoloft Coffee. makes her puke. Coffee. Occasionally. Yeah, Zola. I've d- I did. Z- I mean, I've been on everything. I've been on yeah. lithium. I've is been there, on Zoloft. Side, I've been the side effects to all these drugs? I'm just fat. Like- I've gained 27 pounds. Oh. Okay. Um, I don't know if you remember when I was really hot. Uh, I think, you know, <laughs> but it's better than waking up and be and a being mess. hopeless and scared and you know accepting yourself and there's many articles about people who are have messy desks and messy that they're very very intelligent yeah that you know and yeah and people that talk to themselves are a lot of times geniuses <laughs> just like that's all lot, i do i know i know i i have like conversation <laughs> full conversations yeah. with yourself oh my god yeah like, is it a different voice? Oh, yeah, uh, it's, it's like, Judy. What? It's different no uh, accents. Yeah, I do yeah. it. Sometimes it's I a have German Yael. Guy. I have Yael, who's Israeli. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, Judy, what is wrong she, with sometimes you? Sometimes it's her ex. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's people from her past. Yeah, I'll do my ex. Yeah, her mom will pop I'm in. I'm not doing it. I'm laughing at the oh, same okay. time. No, it's, it's not hilarious. like I go into it's another. Play. Oh, it's no, not yeah. Sybil or no, anything. No, no, no. It's just like it, I... it helps her with her filing system. Right. So it's like I'm doing something and I'll be like, you know, my ex, Judy, why are you doing that <laughs> before you do that? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't understand, you know, and right. it's really I never thought about it like that because I was just entertaining myself. But it really is my brain like. Uh, processing you're an asshole you're an asshole you're an asshole stop it you know but she'll also defend herself yeah so she'll come up with all these (laughs) arguments against herself and then she'll come up with the defenses and the reasons why and uh just keeps her moving forward you should tape that i've taped i've taped it you have not i know i really want to get some gopros in here sure i have i have my apartment and then just you have to show me how to use my gopro do you know how to use a gopro yes will you show me how to use it Wait, hold on. One of us have to show I'm going to read you. Um, w- wait, can you go on top of my music books on my piano? Yes. There's a thing Ben wrote for me from Mother's Day, so I have to read it Come to on. you. Um, but, you know, the problem with the mental illness, people, there's a judgment. Like, well, why do you need this? Why do you need insulin if you're a diabetic? Okay, right. so here's one of my... Maybe you just haven't tried the right guy yet. Happy Mother's Day to the best mommy in the world. You are the best mommy anyone in the world could ask for. I love when we always say we're going to go to bed any t- on time, but we don't. <laughs> I, I also love when you have 20-minute long conversations with yourself. Love, Ben. <laughs> and then he it's drew a picture. 20, first Mother's yeah. Day where I am the tallest. Oh, that's really so cute. I love that kid. What a love bug. How old is, is he now? That was he's so 14. Thoughtful. And when did he write that? On Mother's Day. What, this past month? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Why? So you did... think it's a little. No, I I thought it was like when it, it looked. The, for, I can't. I don't know. Like, like an eight year old. Yeah. It's like an eight year old. Because. What? I thought you were saving this. No, no. He lo- He's very bad at drawing. Oh, oh. I can't see. Actually, it. that's a really good world that he drew. 
Well, he does. He's got very good handwriting. You know, a lot of the kids have terrible handwriting. He does. They're on Nobody the writes anymore. Right. So yeah. I make him write shit for me. Yeah. That's nice. He does. That's he's a cute. note writer, too. He's, oh, wow. He leaves notes, you know, or he'll leave little reminders for her, like, Mommy, remember your lunch tomorrow and stuff. He's oh, such a good man. guy. No, he'll... Uh, he's cool. Really cool. He he's a great... He's a great kid. I write... That's for him, that fucking posted on the door. I left one for you, too. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think that people need to realize that if you're on meds, that... Look, I'm sure there are people who are like, you know, I'm really depressed because of blank. I need something. That... That was my point. Right. There are people like that, but there are people like that. They have a bad day. I, I think we over-medicate now. Yeah, like there yeah. are people I think who need there it. are people who are like, I need an Ativan. I'm Can not- I tell you a story? Yeah. Since I saw you last, broke three ribs. Okay. What? Broke three ribs. Are you okay? Fine. In That's a in a week? week? In this last week, I broke three ribs. Stupidest story ever. Trying to kill a bug on the ceiling, right? Right. So anyway, You're I go to the so hardcore. Uh, I go to the emer. I, and the next day, I'm laying. She's like, "Do we go to the emergency room?" I'm laying on the floor. I'm like, "Just get me ice and two Advil, okay?" It's not coming through my body. I'm not going to the hospital. Right. Like you, it takes a lot for me to go to the hospital. Next day, her and her mother gang up. I mean, you got to go to City MD or whatever it is. So, I like City MD. They're good. I go to urgent care. The guy takes an X-ray because you broke a rib in the back. Okay. So I go. All right, he goes, there's nothing they do. They don't do anything for it. I'll write you a prescription for whatever, pain meds, take them, whatever. Okay, fine. And I'll write you a prescription for a muscle relaxer because that'll help you sleep, whatever. Already, I'm like, I'm not taking anything. I, I, I lived through one day with two Advil. That's it. Sunday, that was on a Thursday. On a Sunday, the phone rings. It's CityMD with a follow-up call. Yeah, they always follow they up. They follow up because they don't want to get sued or whatever. You know, they give it to a doctor to look at x right. They, You know, they go for special... They, that's their, um, you know, protocol. I like right. it. It's really good. I do, too. Yeah. yeah. So they give it to a specialist who reads x-rays. You broke three ribs. Okay. Not one. Not one. Three. Okay. You, I want you to go to... A, they want you to go to a specialist. Make sure right. you didn't do anything. So they sent me to the specialist. Like, yeah, you broke three ribs. He writes me. Two no. prescriptions for that. I have five prescriptions for pain meds, uh, and I'm looking at all of them, going, "You're out of your fucking minds." I'm not taking any of it. Right. Yeah. I could take an Advil and be done with this. They're like, "Well, you know, your pain tolerance could be high." I'm like, "Yeah, maybe it is, but you know, I didn't." As soon as you do that, as I, what are the side effects to your medicine? Right. But you know what? So I'm just that's, saying we're that, so quick to medicate. That's right. true. But Mental America, illness is totally different. Okay. Can I say so something? I get it. I get it. Give and you it. could sell those because that's. But <laughs> I now. I'll give you two examples. So uh, my brother had his he broke his hip yep. um, on a bike, and uh, I'm telling you, he got a hip replacement and only took Tylenol. Yeah, he would not, but that's because he would rather suffer. You know, right? He has anhedonia. Anhedonia. I've decided he has, which what is the, the disease where you get no pleasure out of anything. <laughs> It's a Jewish disease. Anyway. <laughs> some call it mass. No, it's Anhedonia. I said if I'm ever a drag queen, my name's going to be Anhedonia. <laughs> and I'm just going to be fucking miserable on stage. Oh, yeah, what's your so name? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Sorry. So, um, but when I have my knee surgery, yep. which is one of the most painful surgeries yeah. ever, I they had to force me. I mean... I took it because That's I had the one you to. Don't want to take. That's right, so but I had to because otherwise I couldn't do physical right. therapy. Right. But I have asked for I just got a prescription because I was doing Shakespeare and I couldn't move. Yeah. 
and they had to give me a shot in my knee and I have it, but I don't use it, but yeah. I just have it in case, um, something horrible happens, Bingo. but I don't, you know, it's like what I had to get on I stage this weekend. I took one of those just, right. you know what I mean? Cause I got to get on stage right. and I'm breathing and you know, you, I can't just be like cringing every right. two seconds. Here's the thing you know, though. Today America, I'm not taking it. America doesn't really have vacation time. You know, they're overworked. I think Americans, uh, I mean, when whenever we have a natural disaster, not even a natural disaster, a storm is coming toward New York, okay? New Yorkers are very overworked, very... They freak out, right? They freak out. They want to shut down the city. Do you think that's because they're scared of the storm? Because I don't. I think it's because we need a goddamn break, okay? And so if someone is giving you a legal substance to take advantage of, it's almost like a little mind vacation. I think that... We as America are a perfect storm of addiction. You know, it's like we get that taste of chilling the fuck out, and of course we get addicted to it and want to take advantage of it when a doctor gives well, it to I us. Also, it's legal. You okay, know what I mean? the snow day is not a great example because they I have think it's to do similar. Th- but they have to do that because if people die, they're going to sue the city. Not just that. No, I think New Yorkers take it overboard because okay. they don't want to go to work for one. Really? What day. about L.A. where they have one fucking raindrop and they're like, Stormwatch, L.A. Stormwatch, <laughs> 16, Stormwatch. Keep, keep naming major cities where people okay. are overworked. Okay, but yeah. you have to admit these fucking phones yeah. and computers. Yeah. I there, you know, there, there were people who were. You, now, when you think back to your grammar school, yes. and you go, "Oh, that one must have had an Asperger's, or that one must must have yeah. had this," my, my, you know. And, so you get that, but now every this stuff is this so is making, bad for your it's brain. It's making it worse. Absolutely, it is so Anybody bad. Anybody who has a start of ADD, as soon as you put the phone yes. in front of them, you're yeah. fi- you just enhanced it a million. Times. I mean, Triggered. I I believe that. See, like he hand wrote Ben hand wrote that and I make him handwrite yep. all I go you you know it's whenever there's a birthday what do you want I want you to make me something mm-hmm. there's something about creating writing yeah. and cr- creating yep. you know this uh, writing by hand helps depression I believe it I write Th- I never type anything into the right. thing first I have Right, I always write it out that. first. The physical connection. Right, there's the a brain. book about right. that too. Cool. My sister knits. She knits and crochets. Yeah. That is the same thing as meditating. They say it has the same effect. Anything, anything creative that just get out of the rat race for a little while. Go Play practice the piano. The piano. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's it gets you out of your fucking... You got to change it up, change up your thought process. But, it, but it's also that people are so overwhelmed you know now they don't have enough money they don't make enough money at one job they have kids they have this it's it's fuck i thought oh my god my kids are little i thought it was so hard it's much i have a 14 or 19 year old it's even friggin harder now yeah you have to keep it because you can't see them and take care of them you have to take care of them from afar a lot of times right so you give them freedom and then they fuck it up you know like <laughs> mommy <laughs> well, plus you also <laughs> you, you also pick the hardest thing for yourselves you know as an artist um you know you don't know where the money's coming from you I don't know. know where the jobs are coming from yeah. like you put yourself in an anxiety riddled situation right which rather than going to work nine to five you know you're i could i'd be dead up. I, that, I'd be on major drugs oh, if that's definitely. what I did. That's I'd be I'm in saying. a fucking mental institution. You, you know, and I know my family's You'd be a great like, office manager. Oh, please. Get it done! Um, I know my family thinks, yeah. you know, you know, like my niece. She really, she's an amazing artist. And my, my brother she's and sister-in-law cool. were like, you know, no, you're, you have to be a teacher or something. You know, like, 
you're not going to be an artist. No one makes it as an art. And it's just like when I hear that from parents, it's awful. And she's now like, she's a principal, you know, and head of this art department at a great school. And she's, you know, she's only in her 20s. She's amazing. But it's like, but she can still do her art at night, as right? Well, so, so, and that's satisfying. Well, they're, they're just telling her, you know. Not, I do, I don't disagree with this now. When I got old, I really respect my parents for saying like, have the thing to pay for life because it's so hard to make. Hey, it as but an artist. you know, when I, mean, I started, starving artist is a bad way to go. It's a bad way to go. But like, I when I first started doing stand up, I worked in an office. Yeah. Um, I was uh. You know, in an advertising agency, I was uh, an assistant, and I'd go in the elevator and I'd do my, sta- you know, I'd practice my stand up when I had to go to another floor, and then I'd go out and do, you know, sets at night. Yeah. And then uh, when I when it was like, okay, I'm making enough money, like if I had to go middle somewhere for like eight hundred dollars for the week, right? I'd be like, okay, so I can live on that, but I need health insurance, so I would typeset, right. Uh, at Sharon's company, I would literally typeset uh, all their articles. I typed really fast and I code it, and I did enough hours that I had health insurance for the month. Wow! And look, that's a great. But that's, that's yeah, and that's, I, that's responsible. That's right. right, and that's all your parents are saying. That's all your well, right. But they're really saying, creative at finding ways to make money. Right, but uh-huh. it's also as now as- it's a different world now because now you can you know you can work from home. You know you can. You can do things for people from home. You could be a courier. You could be this. You could do social media. You can do QuickBooks. You could do, you know, there's. You have to figure out some. You have to figure out that a way to make money, especially to live in New York City. Right. Well, now you can't. I mean, when I came here, you could live here. Now you can't. Now you can't live here. You got to move to Queens. There's different challenges at different times in life. Now is the time to buy real estate in the Bronx, I think (laughs) is what we're saying here. The Mm -hmm. Bronx, maybe. Now, what, um, does Gina take anything? She was taking like a low dose of whatever, the lowest dose of some anti- anxiety whatever and mm-hmm. i was like do you really need this you know because at some point we might have a child so i'm like do you need you should probably get clean as clean as you could possibly mm-hmm. be and i'm like are you still in that state you know she'd been taking it i'm like all right so, so i think she's weaned herself off it and yeah she gets she definitely has that thing you right. know that whatever that cloud is that you guys right. talk about the black cloud she has a little bit and i you know no matter how many times you hug her it's not going to get you out of no. it so no she can't explain it and, and it's, it's not about you. And I get, no, it's, it's not, not about me. It's totally chemical. Yeah, Could it's be totally genetic. chemical. And I'm it's like, whatever. I'd rather you, why don't you just go talk to somebody, you know. Does like, she meditate? Uh, no, but she's she's working on other ways to. Yeah, just, meditation has really uh, helped and me. And you know what? And knowing that that medication helps her and is there is is a really nice. It can also be a placebo thing. Yeah. yeah. So you know, it's hopefully so it's good to know that it's there, and it's really amazing that we actually have, like, what did what did mentally ill people do before we had any of this stuff to be able to help that? Oh you know? my god, they, they were, were put like in institutions. Hunt. Yeah, yeah. This totally. This helps a lot of people, but I, I have do to think tell my, there's yeah. a fine line. My only, the only point of this whole thing was that there's a, there's a line between people who really do need it Bingo. and people who just want a quick fix. Give me, in today's world, just give me a pill right, to fix my problem. Well, the right. doctors get so much money for right. prescribing so those it's pills. Really, it's 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 but it's also system. you can say that with every everything. Yeah, of it's like you know you see obese people. I have nothing against obese people. Uh-huh. I mean you know, it's your but choice. if if 
like I'm I've gained a lot of weight and I feel I feel it in my body. Yeah. So when I see other people who are big or overweight or, you know, I'm like, I know if I lost 20 pounds, my knees probably would not hurt as much. Right. But it's so difficult for me to do that. But it's not like I'm going to get. You know, I'm going to deal with it. I'm going to work out and do whatever I can. But, you know, some of the stuff we cause ourselves. That's right. And I think people, when if you could take responsibility for yourself also once in a while. I mean, I think at this point, 2016 or whatever it is, you know. Oh, it's everyone's fault. It's everybody else's fault. Like, that's Bernie. Bernie is like, you know, he becomes a fucking Democrat last year. He's been a Democrat for a year. And he's like, oh, this system is rigged. You haven't even been a Democrat. <laughs> what do you mean it's rigged? These are the rules. This is how it works. You don't like it. You don't like it. You can't just become a member of a party and for one year and then decide, oh, all right, the system's rigged. Was he an independent? Independent. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes and sense. Then, and then, and blame then everybody else. You know yeah, what I mean? he so really is a blame everyone else. All right, let me ask you a question. But he about- also says he wants to fix it. So right, like, he does, but there's no how. You say how, and it, 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 there's no how. It's like, yes, we totally agree. These are bad problems. I think he's got some ideas. He That's definitely why he wants has, to debate uh, Trump. No, he, Trump did that as a big... That's a so... That Trump... Oh, he's a, he's Sanders a debate, let me tell you something. And not having the person who is going to be, most likely, the Democratic nominee who's a woman it's like two guys talking about an a- what an asshole hillary clinton is that's what that would have been oh you think i think it would have been a little oh, bit i don't of know that. about that i don't think you really think though i, I don't, don't think i Bernie think anybody tries to target hillary i don't i'm not political at all i think you Bernie's think, a feminist actually do you think when the it comes down to hillary against trump that the world will finally see that i mean she, he's he's crazy right well, I mean, he's going to be debating a woman who is so much more educated, educated, much more eloquent, much more. I mean, at some point, and the world goes, knows policy. You know, how many times can you go? Yeah. Bill Clinton cheated. Right. And you did this. It's like you cheated on yeah. your wife. Your wife, you know, yeah. said you were you raped her. I mean, it's like, yeah. that's you, not who cares. We're running a fucking country. People can't eat in this country. Do you think that people will finally get it? You know what I mean? I, think I don't know. Be like a I just big light bulb go on. I really do. I think it's I hope so. Bury him like but I, versus. you know, who knows? Because look at all these fucking angry white men who are like, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's reached this. Yeah, but these if, you're Repu- a, if half the country is women, yeah, but there's they no way. Hate, they hate Hillary. Oh, come on. So many so many 70-year-old women hate Hillary. Why? Because it's a, it's a reflection of them, I and, think. And she's not doing what she's supposed to be doing as a woman. Meaning? Meaning she's from a different generation. And if Judy's talking about these 70-year-old women, right? It's yeah. like, I mean, you really should, should be putting the what- you should be putting the man first. No, man, these seventy year old women are brainwashed too. No, not all of them. They- not all of them, but the Republican ones are. Repu- but I'm saying you don't have to realize women in their seventies and eighties are the ones that got Roe v. Wade passed. Right. And they're true. the ones, you know, that's true, a but a lot dunk. of right. them a lot of them though are still like stand by your man. No, some of them mm-hmm. there's fifty year olds that are like it's the it's Republican, it's this whole mentality. other yeah. mentality. You live here. You yeah. know? Exactly. Uh, how right we live in new york city you know i've met plenty of 70 and 80 year old and 90 year old women who are for glbt uh rights who are who fought 
They're the ones right here who the watched US. their their mothers bleeding on the couch, who watched, you know, people die from from these. Uh, you know, they're the ones who got these Gloria Steinem. She's 80. Right. That's the generation, the Bella Abzug. Those people are the ones that got us our rights. And now this next generation is forgetting and like, oh, yeah, well, no, that's not going to be a problem. I don't have to worry about that. I don't have to... You don't? Look at this fucking guy. Oh, I don't know about that. I think I, – I do think once people also – you could say whatever you want, but once they get in the booth and they have to pull the lever. Well, you have a lot of – Faith. Yeah. I now, do, what, what I do were, have big faith in that. What were the other questions you The had? other question that I have for you is like, okay, we're from basically the same generation. Like mm-hmm. back in the day, nobody was gay. You know what I mean? Like they were gay, but right. nobody was gay. You know what I'm saying? No like one when was I out. Went to school, nobody was out ever. Right. Like I didn't. Right. I'd have to go back and look at the yearbook when right. I went to high school, and you'll go gay, 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 gay. I don't gay. even know if I could go yeah, gay, gay, I gay, because they were so. Oh, of course. Right. Yeah. But I mean, I would be. I'd be clueless. I'd right. be absolutely clueless. I'd say somewhere in the mid eighties, uh, change everything or whatever. Yeah. But like mid eighties, like oh that guy. Even when I left college, people were like like just when I was leaving college, right. there were people were like then it started. You know, everything started, but. So when you look at the progress over your lifetime, happy, sad, amazed, um, we could do more. Like now, I think life has changed a lot for you know the LGBT community. Right. I look at it as like major progress for not only LGBT but like black people. Like ama- from night from the years we were born to right now, there's been amazing progress. I think that it's every one of the things you've said, like okay. happy, sad, amazed. What well, I, I was gay, I knew I was gay, like immediately. But right. you don't, you know, I was like, oh, I, I, uh, I'm different. And then I didn't realize you don't realize why was until. Your anxiety, could there have been an anxiety from that? Could it stem from that? Oh my or, god! Uh, if and I, then once out, was there like this huge? Oh my god! I will tell you yeah. that being in the closet, yeah, is the worst. Is the most painful it's like you're living it's like you're 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 a fraud yeah and 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 you're like and you're evil Evil. no you yeah well you know that you think you're horrible yeah there's a lot of self-hatred but it's also like well i was evil you know what if you're gonna pull now you've opened both bananas learn how to fucking pull a banana off now take one of those bananas instead of that one oh my god but these the the banana skins are very frail okay whatever anyway um (laughs) but when i think of what it feels like to be in the closet and to lie right and to have everyone think you're someone you're not is that I can't it's like you get PTSD I have to tell you that the in high school I knew I was gay and there were a bunch of gay people um and no one ever talked about it the first time I ever told someone it was like an out-of-body experience as if this entire person had lifted out of my body and was watching from above. It's amazing. And that's a really good way of putting it. Um, this, you know, fake person I had. Right. And it sort of, di- it was really was unbelievable. It, but was it euphoric? Is that what you, is it, it was out. I don't know if it was, it was like euphoric. This relief or. It was because that was only one person. I hadn't told my parents. I hadn't told. Uh, it was really terrifying yeah because it's like it's set into motion now 
Right. So now you can't go back. Yeah, right. So then, um, well, you know, and then as I got into uh, college uh, and I we weren't all gay, but I did have a girlfriend uh, my junior year. But I by senior year, between junior and senior year, I stayed on campus and that and I we had all realized that our core group of friends, everyone was gay. Wow. In that group. And it was fascinating. I was like, no, you are? And you are? And we, ha- we call it the summer 42 because we just, we had the most amazing time together for that summer. And then uh, when I came out of college, no pun intended, you know, my parents didn't know. Um, I knew. Uh, I met Sharon. We lived together, but totally in the closet. And then it was like, you know, when it, the AIDS crisis really was the defining there was stonewall and then there was the aids crisis yeah. because during the aids crisis I, I i have discussed this on the show sorry oh my god all right um, whoever wrote that letter um <laughs> yeah i know i know I, I, kill me now uh <laughs> the aids crisis actually brought it was horrible people couldn't be in the closet anymore these men were walking down the street you knew they were gay well, and so you knew they had aids people, yeah right and who who came to their rescue were lesbians and it really made the, the, our community one it was gay men and lesbians and now this crisis i think was that harvey milk yeah. stonewall were the impetus of hey we're fucking people you know give us our fucking rights you know these men are dying they've been with their partners for 20 years they can't even visit them in the fucking hospital there were ambulances that wouldn't pick you up if you had aids because you were considered gay and dirty and there were secret numbers that people okay. would pass on I know. it was like I, okay. amazing so now so fast, now, so fast forward to i have kids and i'm out on stage yep. um because i never you know i came out on stage as a gay mom basically right uh, because I, I was like, my so it's kids, like night and day, like it, like just it's saying, just like, like I'm it's not so ridiculously night and day. It's right? like I am, you know, who depressed. I am, and you know, you can say we've we have progressed because we are out, and there are people who are out. But you know, if you think about it, a lot of people come out after they've been successful, right. and they have their money. Right. Like maybe you know, I came out in the mid '90s, and. You know, it was like, don't say you're gay, don't be Jewish, don't be gay, don't be Jewish, don't. And it's like, that's who I am, you fuckhead. Right. But, um, you know, I'm sure it affected what my career. And there are still people, as you know, who are in the closet and won't admit it. Yeah. Um, and yes, I think that, you know, there are openly gay. That's why the fact that they have to say openly gay you know, maybe it shouldn't be openly. Maybe it's gay straight, but you still have to say openly gay. Or maybe let's stop thinking about each other's peepees. Right. Well, it's, you know, well, that it's not. That was my o- next question. Right. So well, isn't it just stupid at this point? Like, it's, yes. it's so completely right, but it's so exhausting. Okay. Yes. I can't. I want to continue yes. this. You know, the fact that, you know, I have, I have relatives who were like, why do you have to have a parade? You know, why do you have to have a parade? I don't have a parade for being straight. No, you have everything for being straight. Why do you have to call it marriage? Why can't you call it something else? Because we're human beings and marriage is marriage. It's not like, well, you do this and straight people do this. Okay. People were saying that, like, how old are they? 
Some of them are uh, are uh, fucking what's Ted Cruz's age? Oh, right. Forty-five fucking years old. Well, I mean Marco Rubio. Yes, these are fucking people who have gay friends. Chris Christie. I mean, fuck you. G- g- what you- you're telling me that I am with another human being, and we have two children who are happy, healthy, educated, civil. You know, just great additions to the world. Yes. And they, sh- their family is not valid. She doesn't have the same protections as every other fucking family. You're telling me well, not that someone family. who gets married on The Bachelor, yeah, yeah. Uh, that marriage is more valid than two people who have been together for 30 fucking years. So the answer my question. So it is... You're super happy, but we have a long way to but go. But we have a long but, way to go. Let me and, fast forward. But wait, wait, wait a okay. minute. You have to see the rhetoric of these people. They use gay people as the scare tactic. Now they're using trans people as a scare tactic. Half of these people, 99% of these people know a trans person yeah. and don't know that they know a trans person. Right. And the same thing was with gay people. You know, when Dick Cheney's daughter came out, then he was like, oh, <laughs> Well, she came from a mom and a dad in the fence. She's gay. You know, when John Huntsman's uh, son came out, oh, okay, I'm for gay rights. You know, all these people do not know who's trans and who's not trans. And, you know, if you want to talk about bathroom behavior like they did with (laughs) white and colored, okay, you go back to the bathroom. Let me tell you something. When I'm on a plane, it's not... Uh, who cares who gives a shit I have to take a fucking shit right you want to know Jerry Sandusky is not trans right okay (laughs) well I was jerking off in the men's restroom the other day it was so hot (laughs) it's just it's this scare you're not like us look we've been around forever trans people have been around forever and so when you say yes it's gotten way better yes I, I don't have we don't have to hire a lawyer every time we used to have to get a lawyer to you know when we traveled with the kids yes. and you know we don't have to law- get a lawyer to vouch for everything now but you, there are trans kids gay kids in the middle of like Montana and Nebraska or wherever who are listening to this religious shit right. uh, and rhetoric and thinking they're they're nothing they they don't belong on earth well, that that's where it's all from right yeah. it's all come the bible yeah god bi- bible 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 yeah. bible yeah. bible 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 and it's you know what causing all the wars right that's what causes everything, everything. Yeah. and and it's also what? Why either read the fucking thing yeah. and get the good out of it yeah don't have it think for you right you know Learn how to think for yourself. And that's really the bottom line. Well, the Learn Bible, how to think for yourself. I mean, it's the biggest mass control weapon that, you know, leaders have. In some ways, it's good, you know, like because some of these people just lose their minds. You know what I mean? Like if they need some sort of discipline. That's right. But it's about. also Yoga, like rock climbing. They're all the same. But there is but also... For- side effects to that as well right but it's also like you're the bible says this so i blank right people get addicted to aa and treat it right you know what i mean judge you know yeah the bible well i can't do that because that's what the bible says you can uh, look i'm a jew i'm a practicing jew i love judaism do i believe you know half the no i believe in the community i believe 
in the the major tenet of Tacuno Lum, which is to heal the world. That is what Judaism is about: is making the world better. You also and enjoy the traditions, and I the, love the, the traditions. The it makes me feel mm-hmm. connected to all the people who died to to be able to sing, you know, a fucking song or light a candle. Yeah, you know, I, do I believe every? And you have a lot of that in your life. Well, that's humanity. Right. That's just. <laughs> But I don't judge other people and other religions. I'm not not like you're Catholic, so blank, or you're you're Baptist, so blank. No, No, I'm like, good, you have some faith, and wherever you get it, that's great. But every fucking word, like you think these Hasidic Jews that won't sit next to you on a fucking plane or touch your hand. You know, they're just as they're just the they're yeah. horrible. Well, they're so I mean, backed up. They end up doing these awful things anyway. It's right. such an OCD thing. People who are who are just overly religious. It's an OCD thing. I have Bingo. to do this Bingo. at eight o'clock. I have to pray. Then I have to go here. Yep. Then I have to pray. Yep. It's like it's having your entire life mapped out so you don't have to th- deal with anything oh it's, it's great we for us talking OCD about people. that yeah. You'd, yeah you'd be a great orthodox jew you'd need this i was a great christian yeah i went to ex-gay therapy and everything oh, yeah yeah go. but i had the every sunday and the this and the that i went to christian it's hard. college you, you it was it was it was so stimulating deprogramming to me. is probably oh it's a stressful. bitch it's a bitch, yeah. it's a bitch. It's but like now guilt. i have to find guilt. other yeah. things i have to find other um uh, boundaries and um, disciplines. I have to find other disciplines to keep me on track. Right. But come let on. Me, let me go 50 years wait, ahead. Before, wait, can okay, I just say one last thing yep. about this, you know, tranny and that they're going to molest. The Catholic Church yep. has covered up so much molestation. Yeah. Uh, they still are. And, duh. And for them to be talking about trans people the way they are as if they are molesters yeah it, it's it's unfucking believable it's unfucking it's just trying to get the attention off of them of course look at all these guys and look the world's coming to an end because look what's happening over there yeah because of a bathroom yeah it's, yeah. it's yeah, ridiculous yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. i again 50 years from now we're not even talking about this you know right. I mean? it's the bathroom is the bathroom right whatever you got to go to the bathroom but the racism the is you know, terrible it's still terrible yeah. you know yeah, it's racism like- is bad but it's got you know like eventually i think everybody is always there's a wrong side of history you know that right. whole thing there's tons of wrong side of history right and eventually everybody kicking and screaming we go progressively at least this country into the future you well know? i'll tell you that one of our cast members yeah uh, who is a very successful actor? Yeah, is married to a very successful major megastar actor. Okay, uh, and is black. Uh, went home at dinner break to her Park Avenue apartment, or Mad- she lives on Madison Avenue in a very amazing building. The doorman said, "Do you want me to get you a cab?" She said, "No, I'm going to walk to Park." Because it's, you know, then I can go downtown and he doesn't have to go around the corner. She came in in tears. She waited 25 minutes until a cab would, would stop, stop for her. Yeah. They turned their light off. And now, y- y- yep, this is a 65-year-old woman mm-hmm. wearing, you know, uh, you know, Gucci and this and that, and, you know. Terrible. It, she's like, I forget. I forget because I live in this amazing world that I forget. 
and it's it is beyond ridiculous and that's what fucking trump does with the latinos and the mexicans and the you know it's like and and, 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 the, and, Muslims. and the people the, the people who are passing her by as a black person are probably a lot of them uh, tend to be muslim and also a minority that is that has been you know uh, marginalized completely marginalized and they're the ones passing this other marginalized group what you know these leaders just turn us against each other i mean look at fucking what's his name asshole piece of shit Cruz with the New York values. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, he's in t- New York values. Meanwhile, he's amazing, had right? so had five affairs. Yeah. Like they're all hypocrites. Yeah, he's probably had a couple dicks too. <laughs> he's Ew, way he's too so homophobic. Ugly. I can't believe anyone would fuck him. Ugh, he's gross. I mean, all right, now question. For money. All right, in fifty years. In fifty years, yeah. Let's go fast forward ahead. What's what are, are we done with this? Every people are just people. I who gonna, knows? I it? wish I will. I wish I could be here to you know witness it. My kids will. About twenty five, you'll be here for twenty five, maybe. Uh, God, God willing, I'll be here for twenty five more years. Um, She'll I really be here hope for so. Fifty years. I really hope so. But the fact that women can't get you know abortions, you know uh, th- that it's now becoming a crime that they can't huh. women's health is getting these men telling us you know planned parenthood what is it one two percent of their work is abortion it's ridiculous right? it, it, who the fuck are you you don't want to have an abortion don't have a fucking abortion yeah. okay you're gonna oh it's a it's a you know it's a this kind of baby it's it's a it's a human life okay what if that baby is trans? What if that baby Bingo. is gay? What if that baby has mental illness? You're going to fucking yeah, take exactly. care of that baby? Exactly. Fuck you. Exactly. So hope it's a for human the future life, is unless the they're trans. It's a hu- yes, it's and a human it's life. An and then when it comes out, if it's not like you, it's it's not a real human fucking yep. life. Go fuck yourself. Man. Hope for the future, yes or no? 25 I, years. I do today. have hope for the future. Did I ever in my life right. think a gay person could get married? Yep. No. Did it ever cross my mind? Absolutely not. I. So it does happen. It's just the pain and suffering, right? Right. It's the pain. The problem with in People 25 years yeah. and 50 years is that are they going to forget what all these people went what are the history books well, gonna be this. we just spoke about yeah, this. We what, gotta... the history gets whitewashed you know right and you know look at what's going on you know there's holocaust deniers right. yep there's you know slavery deniers there's all this shit you know the, what is gonna deniers. oh my god are this there is... gotta be slavery deniers <laughs> i mean maybe there aren't slavery deniers <laughs> they wanted to be slaves uh, but oh no, there are. In fact, they wanted to be slaves. That's something interesting. Um, I just saw a video recently somewhere in the South. Okay, the, the they have these plantation houses that they do tours. Right. Of, right. That black people are still playing the roles of these, you know, servers and, right. and things. You know, because it's it's nostalgic and it, you know right. when when America was great. And uh, <laughs> yeah, when it was America great? Go. That's yeah, what I want to fuck. No one asked him that. Has it even yeah. gotten great yet? So. Um, uh, they they ask you know these white people 
like, well, don't you think this is a little weird, you know? And, and they're like, actually, you know, our family had slaves and, and the slaves were like part of our family. We knew their names and we helped raise their kids and blah, 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 yeah, blah, blah. They knew their names, but none of their fucking, you know, uh, so what? what? You call it offspring now know their name. So much for calling me by my name, Massa. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like they lived in nice houses and shit. Yeah, that they had to fucking clean and ripped away from their families. Like, but they do. and raped and raped absolutely time and time again. And and uh, but they do say that. Yeah, but yeah, they, the slaves enjoyed themselves. and they needed different bathrooms in different areas. And you know, yeah, we saved them it, from that horrible African country. Yeah, I mean, look, you're a minority. It's Life has been tough. Nobody, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if you're if you're not, not a white, a white man, man yeah, in yeah. this country, yeah. I mean, all right. So now let me ask you a question. Yeah. You're a white man. Pretty much. Um, white Jewish man. Yeah. So you got the Jew thing. Okay. But you're a white man. Yeah. One strike. Uh, do you see the injustices of of women? Uh, I mean, yeah, all the time. I mean, how could I not? I wouldn't be here with you guys if I didn't. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. You know, if but I was, do you see also see the things that you get from being a, a guy? The way your life is different. Um, I don't see it as much as you see it. Right. You know what I mean? I just do what I do. You know what I mean? Like, right. But and I you do, don't have to think about certain. I things. don't think I have to think about it. Right. right. That's the and difference. that's fun. You and know, that's, that's cool. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's good too. But the difference is Wait. That, mm-hmm. so, I'm sorry. But I'm sorry. Saying, VP I'm saying. right now. <laughs> I want to hear what he has to say. Yeah. No, I don't I don't see it as much as you see. It. That you know like my life is just my life. I just do what I do. You know what I mean? I I have been, you know, I do feel it sometimes for the Jew thing, you know. I mean, people let you, people will not let you forget that. Oh, I get shit all, all the time. The time. All the and time. you hear people saying stuff to you that they think isn't anti-Semitic, like, oh, that's because you're Jewish, or, uh, right. all right, enough with the Jews. You know, right. like... Anything. any Anything right. that somebody can get an angle on to make you feel worse or whatever. But I'm very... You, as a comic, you're well aware of people's behavior, and right. that's what we do. I'm well right. aware. I could pick out a person not... I could look across the room as you can and just see a person go... I'm not, they're not going to like me. Right, you know, they're right. just, when we have a conversation and one, 30 seconds into any conversation you have with an audience member yeah. after can be really. Right. You never know. You, you know, they will burn your house down in two seconds. <laughs> right. But you know, like it's, uh, everybody just lives their own life. I can't change. But do you perceptions. like, you know, look, if you're up for some sort of comedy thing or like a special or something like, and you're, you don't think. Oh, they're only going to pick like two white guys ever. Like I do think that sometimes. I do think that they go some of these things have gone out of their way to pick. You've seen every every TV commercial is one white guy, one black guy, one Asian guy, right. one and every guy, every, guy, guy, guy. Yeah, well, woman, whatever. Like right. any, well, I just saw a trailer for like uh Joel McHale's new show. We were talking mm-hmm. about this guy. And uh, it's the Asian girl in the office, the black guy. Right. Now, like th- th- that doesn't happen for, you know, the Benetton. It doesn't walk into a McDonald's. Together, right. But it right. does on TV. Right. You know, uh, and then Comedy Central, when they hand out their you watch their Comedy Central specials that they hand out every year. It's there's a quota in there. Yeah, maybe. Right. Might went, but there's plenty of quota. And if I said, OK, and also so it, it works. It can work both ways. Right. You know what I mean? It can work both ways, because if you see any comic go up for something, you go. 
oh my god, I didn't even get I didn't get a look at that. You know, right. I, I get an audition for that. I mean, are they better than me, or is this one of? The, and yeah, I get it because they don't want to deal with the uh, write-ins of you know why don't you have a black woman on right. the show? Why don't you have of a course. white woman on the show? Why don't you have a? That's part of the transition that we're in right of now. Of course, it's just like there is no meritocracy, especially in show business. Right. It's just that's not what it is. Oh, show business is like it's fucking the high work. school. It, it's high school. It it's is so high, high school. school. This one's hot. This one's not. This yeah. one's a druggie. This yeah. one's. You yeah, know, I, I, like I when I passed at the strip, I Lucian took one look at me the day I passed the strip. I was in this business like three years, yeah. and he just went, "Well, he's like ha, just ha, watching ha, ha. six minutes of my right. act." And told me my life. You know, like, right. he goes, well, you'll never be the lead in a sitcom. You'll right. be the next door neighbor in a sitcom. You know, like, at be- like he told me all the shit that right. I wasn't going right. to get because, oh, the world will never change. Right. The world can't that's see the future. That's not true, though. I it mean, is. None of it was true. No. But that well, the was first his, time I was only true at that moment. No. Well, I auditioned for him. I think I must have been 19, 20 years old or something. I was still in college. And he said, you know, uh, you're female. You're very funny. you you're female. Huh. You're Jewish. I don't really know if there's a market for Jewish female comedians. And I was like, what? Huh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Have like... you heard of Joan fucking Rivers? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, but even she had it tough because they wouldn't, you know. All right. Right. Yeah. Johnny went out of her way to fuck her. At yeah. The and they wouldn't yeah. even fucking light the, the lights on, you know, uh, uh, on Broadway when she or dim the lights when she died. I mean, it's. It's ridiculous. It's so slow. The snail moves really slow. That's why I tell people about their comedy acts when they ask me, like, how do I get on Letterman or how You'll, do I get to go? You're in year one. You I, know, the snail I hope that moves you slow. You know tell I mean? them yes. they're never going to be on Letterman. <laughs> I hope yeah, that yeah. that's something. There's you not a market work, for you on Letterman. Yeah. Yeah. Not anymore. Yeah. But, um, no, that, look, we, the final thing I have on my little agenda here yes. that we didn't speak about is the, the, the business side of what we do. Mm-hmm. Also a horror show. That one, I would think, would be is in the twenty years I've been doing this has been way worse for women, because every manager in the city wanted to fuck you, right? Or or they wanted to, you know, they didn't know what to do with you, or you know, like that's way worse for women. Yeah, well, it's like you they get, um, you know, they get a client, yeah, and then it's like, no, you have to be. You know, I was always told blonde hair, straighten it, don't talk about Jewish, don't talk about gay, you know, be the, and you'll get work. And it was like, no, but that's not me. I can't do that. You know, I'm not Caroline Ray. How about now? Now I could give two shits. You could give two shits. Right. Do they give two shits? Um... I don't, who fucking I knows? I am who at I am. The I level that care. I've been at, or whatever, like unless you get somebody in Hollywood who's a manager and who's big time, like the people who we started here, the, the we don't want to name names, but the the people who are in the level that when you started in New York twenty years ago, the fucking worst. The fucking well, worst. they Some only remember you as you were when you started. That's, That's number right. one. Number two is people don't realize if you have a manager and an agent. And a lawyer and whatever else you fucking have, it doesn't mean they're doing the work. You still have to do the work. You, you have to work. write the stuff. You That's have right. to reinvent yourself. You have to tell them, I want to go out on this. I want to go out on this. I want to do theater. I want to do this and create it yourself. They don't do anything. They mm-hmm. want. They negotiate the deal so that they don't treat you like an asshole. Yeah, they're idiots too. They don't know anything more than you know. So, like for example, uh, our friend, or whatever, our common person. I once said, he goes, well, what do you want to do in the business? I go, well, I want to be a comic, but I also want to be a filmmaker. 
Mm-hmm. I want to go to acting school. I want to learn right. how to act. I want to do all of it. I want to act, yeah. direct, write, right. and and be a stand-up comic. He goes, what What do you want to do that for? What, what? Just work on your act. It was like it was literally just this one thing because that's the way he would make money. You know, if I became an act that he could right. sell. The other shit was right. just taking that away yeah, from course. him. Right. So it's like, you, you suck. You suck at being a, a manager. Right. So then once you realize you can't ask them anything creative. Yeah. You mm-hmm. have to that. That's all your job. You're that's the right. artist, and they're the business person. Right. Don't worry that's about it. what you first can't... joke I'm doing. Like, like, like this. You, maybe you shouldn't open with that joke because the one time you saw it right. didn't work, or the uh, one time. But it's also like that's why I don't invite. Like when I do shit, and they're like, "Oh, I'll me- I'll I'll come with you to the." I know. Don't come with me. Yeah, mm. Don't stay ever... in your office and do your work. I don't need a fucking babysitter when I do the view. Yep. I don't need anyone going to a TV show with me. Right, because it's cause... never about you. They never right. work in it. I already got the show. Right, you're working it for the next Just guy. Just stay in your office. Exactly. And like then... Judy, have you seen Hennessy? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they're bringing their other client over and being like, "Oh, I brought so and so." No, they do that. Like, if if uh, if you're not available a lot of times for something, they'll be like, "But you know, I have." Lenny Marcus and then right. you know right. it's not about you right. it's about them Their making yeah. fucking money so you have to realize you have to have a boundary and separate from them and say I, I'm doing this get me the most money I can get the most outs I can get mm-hmm. and you're going to take the blame for anything that goes wrong cool. you're going to be the bad guy that's their job to yes. be the bad guy that's right but you have to create you can't like all these people i know i i know people call you know managers and agents you know i haven't had an audition <laughs> you know look if you're not getting auditions take an acting class yeah. if or go that's true do a, you a know when times- you're in the when you're in the the um, community doing other shit, even if it's of a scene study class or doing something else. Bingo. You're, 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 you meet people. You you meet people. You know, it's like it's like don't call up and be like, why can't I get it? And why can't I get it? Because look, I, I I ended up, I did two one person shows. I've produced and written for other TV shows, other celebrities. I've done. I just am like, oh, I want to do... I'm doing fucking Shakespeare in the fucking park. That's I've amazing. done several off-Broadway shows. You had to turn down Cindy Lauper. Yeah, touring with Cindy Lauper and Boy really? George to do Shakespeare in the well, Park. at the Beacon. Yeah, I was supposed to be there. Sorry, um, you got it. Rosie. Well, Rosie's uh, doing a lot of them, but... Um, she's out now, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But it's just, it's funny. really like people want other people to do shit for them. Like I said to Ben the other day... Yeah. Can you go get me? I need milk and bananas. And he's like, "Well, can't you just use an app or something?" I'm like, "No." Go get the what milk. the fuck? Get the fuck up and go out app an yeah. app for milk and bananas. You know, for someone to deliver. You, you know, people are not going to know what the fuck how to do shit. Yeah, I'll bring you milk and bananas. Just yeah, about a half an hour late. Hard work, man. Bing bong from uh, from Queens. No, work. but it's. Look, I've been rejected probably more than anyone. You're too tall, you're tall, you're this, you're that, you're loud, you're this. And I've been like, okay, just like Joan, I'm writing my own thing. Yeah. I'm doing my own thing. You have to. I'm going to. But then you end up carving a niche that no one else can fit and that they can't pull you out of. And it's you. Right. It's It's actually just you. Right. But 
me has to keep right keep, keep drilling doing it. right yeah, of course yeah that's, that's the- crazy i'll bring things i freelance with a manager and i bring auditions to him that i got for myself yeah. well then don't do that get well, a lawyer oh meh he's fine uh, but it's like I'm not there yet. Just create your own shit and stop whining and complaining. Yeah, that's that's basically the bottom and, line. And like, you can't be jealous of someone else that got something because they fucked this one or they're friends with that one. You know, that's the way the whole world works. Yeah. Sure. And and uh, it's unfair. So just create. Yeah. And surround if, yourself with people whose work you like. I mean, there's so many people who are just types. That are just going to constantly get work because they're this type. Right. I find that kind of boring. It is. You know? But they work. And, you know, they have a nice life. Create shit. Create shit. Yeah. Create shit. shit. I'm getting that tattooed. Fucking create it! <laughs> I think we should right. leave with that. Thanks for having me. Oh, Leonard, <laughs> you can be us. on any fucking time. You could co-host. Uh, uh, whenever you can need me. I'm in the area. Dope. Your schedule is unbelievable. Dope, dope. I love you. I know, but I adjust, we adjusted, right? We did. I'm so we sorry. Did. It's only because this was great. of this. Yeah, it's no, only- this Shakespeare thing is, has wiped you. Sure. I mean, I've never. My body hurts. Like everyone's body a hurts. Run of in course. a Broadway thing, let alone Shakespeare. Outside, unbelievable. Outside in the heat. It's been oh, 90 heat, all week. rain. Yeah. You know, there's no. I mean, I've my shirt is this soaked. Is, can I tell you something? Yeah. This is and I'll end with this. This is why you're Judy Gold. I mean, Judy Gold. That is a name. I mean, to me, that's always been a thing. Oh, but I mean, me when too, you yeah. when when you say Judy Gold, that's a like, legend already. Yeah, it really, really? is. Yeah, yeah, you're a legend. Dude. Like people don't go, you know, like that. who's that? I never ever have to explain who's Judy Gold. Oh, you know what I mean? that's like, so, so sweet. Yeah, anybody I know in the world, like me too. Uh, we going? I'm going to do Ditto. Judy Gold's podcast. Yeah, not, really. not comedians too. Like, no, not like normal the people. They world. know who Judy Gold is. You know, like that. Oh, Leonard, that makes top. me feel so good. Yes, it should. Better than all those pills. Oh, mm-hmm. I know. And you got to write. You know, like you I, just because you. This is why because you work hard. Right. That's it. And you're the poster child for working hard and sticking to it and you know whatever whatever it takes remain relevant whatever it takes like i'm this i'm not apologetic and when you get on stage and that's why everybody goes we got to go watch what judy's gonna do because you don't know what the fuck's gonna happen and that's what's the most interesting thing you know what i mean like i agree you know like it's interesting yeah anything at the bottom line it's interesting so that's why you know that's why you're judy gold I mean, oh my god, that makes me To me, at sick. least, I mean, I love oh, all the people Leonard, I know. that's so sweet. All right, let's end on sweet. Oh what my god, say? I feel I so love good. I love sweet. you, Leonard. Ah, kill right. me. Leonard, get the check. Right. So long. <laughs> and uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. So long. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 